Welcome to Like Mother, Like Son, Like Movies. I'm Aaron and I'm here with my mother Lisa. Hello. And uh, yeah, we we changed our podcast name. Like we we wanted to, uh, we, we looked hard into it and we, we started to feel like um, that we wanted to somehow like specify it more. We wanted to get a more uh, specific, nice name for our for our podcast, for our show, and we came up with this new one. So I, I hope everybody likes it. Um, yeah, we are we ourselves really like it. Our, like yes, yeah. we like it very much. Yeah. So uh, that out of the way, let's go on with our episode. Um, on this episode, we are going to talk about the Richard Richard Linklater's uh, 2016 movie. Everybody wants some. It's kind of like. Um, a spiritual uh, sequel uh, to his earlier movie, like uh, everybody like uh, might remember Richard Linklater from his earlier like movies, like when he started to like like make movies. One of his like was it like his second movie or something was this uh, kind of a cult hit. Like uh, most of his films are cult hits, but like his uh, very early uh, movie cult hit was uh, Taste and Confused, which was nineteen. Uh, 1993. Yeah, 1993, very early, like uh, uh, the defining moments of the 90s, and it uh, was like a high school movie, and it was like the store, like the the movie was set in the last day of the of the school year and the semester, and it was like the the high school kids were kind of like starting to celebrate the coming of summer and the holidays and stuff like this, and it's just this one day. And there's like a bunch of characters, and it's awesome. It's really, it's a really one of the best high school movies if you are. Into ah, that. I haven't seen it, you know. Ah, yeah. I read that it uh, happens in 1976, so probably when Linklater himself was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It could be like something like um, I think he's like same age of like, or maybe like of my brother, or maybe live a little bit. Older. No, he's born in 60. He's now uh, 51, I think. Okay, yeah, so he's 10 years older. Uh, mm. uh, so, so yeah, it could be that yeah, he, he was... Um, or maybe, no, no, maybe he was like uh, in high school. No, yeah, 76, yeah, I think he was maybe by, by that time in high school. Like, I think it's a lot, like his movies are a lot concentrated always in nostalgic things and a lot of like childhood and like memories and stuff and I think he do does a lot of his own like how he how he grew up as an like an American like we will get into that in everybody wants some but um I think that's why maybe they're so good because he has experience he tells about his experience yeah it's like very personal and stuff like his first movie mm-hmm. was uh, Slacker and it was um just a minute um <laughs> His first movie was Slacker, which was based in uh, Austin, Texas, and it was like a place that he he uh, 
he lived there yeah he lived there he was he was a student there and he, he lived there and stuff and he, he had this time and then it kind of like the slacker movie it's it portrays all these weird and interesting characters of the austin youth scenario like scenes and everything and it just it's it's just a a vignette movie of like just following different characters and there's not really a plot in it or anything it's just a movie about youth and that 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 place and those people and and it kind of became like and 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 it, so he kind of made a movie about his environment in a way like yeah about... i think he makes mostly he likes it that he doesn't have any specific uh, screenplay yeah he, he tends to like that a lot like in his yeah movies that and he... and it's his specialty and it makes it very well. I think this uh, everybody wants some is a is an example of a good screenplay. When maybe he didn't have any screenplay, but it's, it's an example of a very good one. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so, um, so everybody wants some. It's like uh, like his latest movie so far that he made, and he. Um, it's kind of like uh, because this, like the dazed and confused that he did, like in the '93, that was like um, based in the '70s, and it was like the last day of the high school uh, year, and so everybody wants some. It's kind of a like kind of mirrored reflection of that move in a way that is this time it's set in the '80s, and it's uh, now the first day in the high school or. I don't you know it's not the high school I don't know really what college college yeah, I think college. college so it's like like kind of a next level of 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 this this students and these people like on their life path and everything and like kind of a continuing con- continuing of the days and confused you know it's like after the summer holidays and everything and then people kind of are a little bit grown up and stuff and they have to face like this new stage in life and and everything like this and so it it happens two days before this college starts. Yeah. Like those two days, on those two days. Yeah, and then it's like... 28th of August. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because it's like a... It's kind of a like high school college movie, you know. It's like this kind of genre of movie, but we, 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 we don't really get any kind of school activity in the movie. We don't get any college or any like... Yeah, and no studying. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's, it's about people in school, but there's nothing about studying. It's only about the whole movie is about partying, basically, like these characters and stuff. Yes, so I, I think that uh, this movie is, is one of the important things is this date, which he shows it exactly in the beginning when the boy is coming with his car, yeah. his Jake. So. On that day is a date on the on the film. Yeah. It's twenty eighth of eight, nineteen eighty, and it's easily passed by that you don't see it because there's action and you know, it's so exciting and so yeah. on. But but it sets it's it's the important point. It's like a title of it. Yeah. Because that's the day. Uh huh, yeah. Yeah. Is it is it something a very special day or no, no, it's this 28th of eight, two days before <laughs> their college starts, so now we go. Ah, okay, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um. And uh, he also sets this um, 1980s 
very cleverly there, I think. It's, it's wonderful. You know, the atmosphere, all the clothes the boys are wearing mm-hmm. and the, the, you know, the people. And especially when you go into it, you go straight into the thing. Yeah. The boy is driving, Jake is driving his car, no? so where he gets to this house where he has to live, and what, mm-hmm. there is this waterbed. And <laughs> waterbeds were in 1980s, it, it was the fashion. <laughs> so isn't yeah. it clever from Linklater to make it? Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Like it, it, This movie is so nostalgic and builds up to the whole idea of the period time that it's these days you're know, like these aesthetics of the 80s and this nostalgia trip it's kind of it, it starts to go almost to a kimiki level like you know like it's like a kimik that it's a trick you know like look at this it's all 80s wow water bears whoa like this cool hairy 80s haircuts whoa clothing and and it's like oh, but, but why do you do that and why why do you use that 80s aesthetics and there's like it can easily be that the story is like just you know done for the sake of being 80s and not not part of the the, the concept of the story you know like that does does the 80s and does the nostalgia have a meaning in the story that, that, that that's what i mean yeah so I, I've read the critics about it, and then everyone says that it's a nostalgic trip to 80s. And I was yeah. re- really amazed, because for me it was not at all. I I haven't lived such a period of, than those the, those young guys. <laughs> you know? I haven't been in such situation at all, ever. Mm-hmm. And, and I was really fascinated to go along, you know, it starts his cleverly when he's driving the car and goes into the house and waterbed is there, all this, and meets the 80s. But for me, it was like an adventure, really interesting. <laughs> Going to something new, I I have lived, of course, that yeah, yeah, period, yeah. but not in, in not it's not nostalgic for me at all. But, but those things. So I, it was kind of an adventure, really wonderful. So I, what you mean is like, it's not because you haven't lived that kind of uh, uh, youth. Yeah, I, you, you haven't yeah, lived this, that college period yeah, of time it, in America exactly. and everything. So it's not for, but of course it's not something for those people in America, like for Linklater, Linklater and, and all those like American people, they, they all recognize that nostalgia in it, you know? Like, yeah, but it was in that age probably also that they were exactly after the school, young guys, so that's very nostalgic to go into those great happenings for them. For me, it's not, not yeah. so nostalgic at all for those reasons. And it was yeah. just a great... I, I was looking at it like an outsider, which I was privileged to come <laughs> in, yeah, in yeah. the adventure. So it was lovely, lovely. Really. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's a good point that, like, in... in because I... Again, of course, for Americans, they recognize that that you like. Also, for me, I I don't recognize that as nostalgic. Like, I don't, I don't, I haven't lived that kind of happenings and events and stuff. Like in, in Finland, they don't do that. They have their own own stuff and things like this. And Americans wouldn't feel that as nostalgic. It would be very weird, very different kind of cultural oh, yes. thing. Like like the the Hallarit, you know the what? Ah, oh, it's a horrible thing. Like like in the Finland, <laughs> yeah. In Finland, they they you, when you go to is it universities? Yeah, you go to universities. 
So then, and basically they just drink. They just have parties, like like in the everybody wants something. They just have parties, and they have these like uh, overalls, like working man overalls, full of advertisements, yeah, full yeah. of like sponsors. Like they are just one huge advertising. Uh, bill, you know, it's considered and, fun. So yeah, and, 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 they, and then they put these overalls, and every every uh, school like community, they have like their own color, their own style of overall, and then they go with these huge groups of people into the parks, and they just drink, and they usually have like these these uh, like uh, weird games and stuff that they have to play, like. Oh, you have to climb the tree and drink ten beers and then drop down and then uh, jump into the pool of water and then set your head on fire and then ride a bicycle with a monkey and whatever. <laughs> like it's just crazy. Like and then just just drink a lot and it's like it's just weird. Like I, I I didn't I didn't live that kind of thing and for them of course it's like a period of life just like for everybody wants some and everything but. Like, I always thought that it was so weird and everything. But, yeah, we have it also in Finland in our own ways. But Yes, um, but in this this movie, they, it, it shows wonderfully this period of uh, young life when you don't have any really responsibilities of heavy earning and buying houses and marrying and children. There are no children, no Animals, yeah. no parents, no. They're mm. only the same age people, and all what they have to do is to get. They are finally free from all the control of the home, and they are yeah. they are learning yeah. to go into the life, into the mm -hmm. community life, and all what they have to do is to to de be with each other. And then yeah. also study finally, but that's it. <laughs> and and you, 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 so they you, do that yeah. very much. Yeah, you know yeah. You, you you bring in that nice reminder that they also have to study. <laughs> you, know, you are very responsible, like. <laughs> but, but, but only after the movie. After the movie ends. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 who knows how many, how much they actually study in the end, like, uh, but. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I do like like for example, like they they spend like they they have money and they spend it and stuff like this. Like when do they get it? Like do they get like uh, support from their families and stuff yeah. like you? Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier that he drives this car, you know, in the beginning. Like where did he get this car? You know, yeah. like how did he have money? Like probably his parents or somebody gave him no, a crappy car. He made a summer job maybe and bought it himself. Who knows? Yeah, and, and it looks like this kind of in that era a cheap, just this. Kind of, it's not a luxury car that is like these days. It's a retro, like vintage car that costs a lot of money. But in that time, it was just this like cheap, basic car. That, mm. uh, so yeah. it's very nice that this Jake comes into this house where it's it's for the baseball players. All they have come there because of their baseball players, the best ones in their school. Yeah. Before, so he comes there with all his possessions, with his clothes, with his. Uh, no uh, records. Yeah, the, LP, the little stuff he look, has. All yeah. the stuff he has, and then immediately when he comes into the house, it's all like belongs to everybody. They come to his room and take stuff from him yeah. and say, "Now it's mine." And so, so it's new kind of. It's they mm. get 
just like that they get into a new kind of surrounding, new kind of life uh, which they have to deal with. And yeah, he does it very well. Yeah. This Jake is in one day he's already part of the group. Yeah, one I was really one. amazed like how I, I I because I thought like when the when the movie starts I thought like because we I used to grow up through the 90s movies which or late 90s movies basically like which in which uh, basically like the there is there is like in the late 90s movies the if if we have these like high school movies and about youth and stuff like comedies like let's say American Pie and all of these kind of movies that, um, that it was a very very prominent characteristics of the protagonists that they are like uh, fools, you know, they are tricksters. They are not tricksters. They are uh, you know like uh, clowns, like um, narri. Ah, uh, they they are fooling around. Yeah, like I mean, they 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 are not successful characters. They all the time they are clumsy. Losers. They are losers, yeah, exactly, losers. losers. They are yeah, losers. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> they they all the time stumble things, and they are shy, and they are awkward, and they are, they're just complete losers, and they are bullied and stuff like this. And then and then we laugh at them, basically. Like American Pie is one big like the protagonist is still a huge loser, and yeah. we just laugh at him, basically yeah. all throughout the movie. And but, I, I don't I don't yeah. like this. I I kind of really this. I, I really don't like that 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 type of uh, yeah, like youth comedies. Like I tend to like it where the main characters have a certain value and stuff. Even if they are not like the best accomplice, they don't accomplish everything, but still like they they manage and they they have like self worth. You know, they, yeah, they yeah. value, they have pride and stuff. Like a very good example of this compared to American Pie style comedies, the Detroit Rock City, which is amazing it's just yeah it's not your your oh, uh, oh, no i haven't seen genre. it i have to write it down but it right rock city yeah it it, okay. it uh it it stars the same kid who played in the terminator 2 as the john john connor the the little boy that oh, Arnold yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he plays in it uh, and he's really nice and it's really good move, cool movie and i i really like the main characters and it's a good example where they just have power over their action in a way, and they even they they stumble and they they lose the situation, but they do it as cool and they do it as being like something you admire still. You don't laugh at them, you know. But and, I think that Richard Linklater made this his movie a step higher than any of those American pile. No. Yeah, 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 for example. It's, that's what I wanted to say. It's a quality movie. It's a real quality movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not the same type of American pile. Like, it's not that... The, why I compare it is that I... I, why I because when I, when I was... When, how it's set up in the beginning of Everybody Wants Some is that you have this... He's entering into this, this highly competitive environment. And it's yeah. kind of, and mm. for me at least, that's a huge shock. Like, yeah, whoa, yeah. I, I, I would be totally like having shows huh. of anxiety and nervous breakdown. I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Like, I'm, I'm, I would be like the probably the bully, bullied guy or something. And um, but who and knows? I, you get the strength from the surrounding. When yeah, you go yeah. In. But it's like, I, maybe I would even. If, why am I here with all these sport people? I don't like sport and stuff like. But so I, I wouldn't be in that house. I would be in some other house probably. But so 
But for me, that, that environment is really, really scary. So when this guy enters there and it's like, it, it is immediate challenging and competing and this kind of, you know, putting you on the stage, you know. Yeah. Who and I was mm. like, oh, this tension, you know. And this guy handles it perfectly. Like, he's so good with the social, like, he knows how to counter-react everything. Like, yeah. he doesn't... And, and he comes from out of the blue. You know, yeah, and he doesn't know. And he is the loser because he's the newest guy. Everybody can pick on him. But he just, like, it just flows over him. He just doesn't care. He's like, yeah, yeah, of course, okay. And he, he just, you know, goes on, you know. He, he, he tries to put it on on him as a, like a, like a, he tries to alter it to his best advantage, you know, that he's kind of yeah. the new guy or something. And it's, it's really wonderful to, to observe him as the main character because he's not that American by loser. It's not that you laugh at him. You really walk with him and you laugh at all the situation that just drives yeah. on and stuff. And like, uh, and, 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 and throughout the movie, we get to have this really nice, observation of dynamics of different characters and 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 through this this competitive social interaction and stuff so it's really nice like i really like that whole how it's already sets up that main character of how 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 he has uh, control over his social environment yeah this this uh, all of those characters are different and there are over 10 i think 11 young men yeah, yeah it's, it's an ensemble of characters, yeah. Yeah, and they're all different, but you can clearly see that this Jake has a good background. He's come from a good home, and uh, you, you yeah, can be sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, So true. that's part of his secu- his uh, insurance, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, and I also like him. He has this uh, comfortability. He, he's a very relaxed guy, and he's like kind of okay he has kind of he's he all throughout the film he feels like he has his life figured out you know yeah you know he, he knows what what he wants you know uh he wants some <laughs> um but yeah and he's confident for his future yeah yeah, yeah. He's really, and they mostly all of them are except this one is a, is a redneck you know this redneck who goes yeah. goes uh, to home for the week. Even on the first day, he goes back for one night. Yeah, so. he has several uh, characteristics in this guy. Like there's this one redneck who is the roommate in the same room as as. Yeah, our he's his roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this bo- bo- buter. Or how do you pronounce this? They call him buter. Yeah, and, and with him he has like the the most quarrel, you know, like the most tension in a way, because like there's just some scenes where this guy is not really down with him. Like all the other ones, like it's also nice. I like the group dynamic of the other characters because all the characters are actually quite nice people in the end. They're like cool. Yeah, they they are. are really nice. They are not bullies. They just oh, bully yeah. because of that, you know, like friendly, motherly bully, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then this redneck, he, he kind of sets a certain tension, like he. But he you can of... see from it's very skillfully done that little there are little uh, um, sets where he we can see from, more from him, like when he goes away and then when he comes back and he's completely surprised that all the others tell him. 
tell him things how there really is. He's from somewhere in this woodland. He, you know, uh, in the... he grew up under a rock somewhere. Like he, he, he doesn't he he's he his background like he's a devout Christian. Like he he's a very religious guy, and they 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 set this up very clearly as a contrast of other people. And then he's like, what was it like? They are in this his cafe. Cafeteria, then he's yeah, like... cafeteria, and he suddenly they tell him that uh, something, and he says, "Yeah, really? Is it so? Is it so?" And he starts ah, yeah. to learn. You can see that he yeah. starts to learn already on the two first days. He starts to learn, and he soon, soon will be a, a completely different person. I think. Yeah, he will yeah. make a future in the not in the farm. There. Yeah, he's mm. like exposed yeah. to the real world, like to the to the. The, the whole world like how how people do not not because he, he he seems to be born like grew up in kind of a microcosmos where he yeah he, and yeah he didn't like I, I think it was something about that people like get together with a woman and they you know uh, have sex or something you know uh, and then he was no something like this it was I don't know, yeah yeah something something but unchristian can, but something. Even, no it was so that he was uh, he, had, he had a girlfriend at the back at home yeah. and then it was problem with this girlfriend and the other one said that no no you will have more in the there are so many in the future for you you know like really how can you go with girls and so on he didn't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he he got there i think only because of the baseball he was very good in it so yeah, and, yeah. and and it also also I think it's a very interesting detail that he he had a baby waiting like his girlfriend was uh, pregnant. But after all, not no. He went there for the weekend and he came back and said that no, it was a no, false alarm. Really? Yeah. Ah. Okay. So he was free, and then the other one said, "Okay, drop her, and you will have so many more after this." And he was, ah, "Wow, okay. really." <laughs> okay. okay. He had different standard of rules, set of rules. Mm. So <laughs> then I remembered, you know, I remembered another film which I saw about from those <clears throat> from a high school baseball. Mm -hmm. No, it's called the Slaughter Rule, and uh, Ryan Gosling. He, Ra Ryan Gosling, his name? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so he was uh, acting in it. So, so um, that was another story completely, but similar to this Buter, in in a way that this Ryan Gosling in that movie he didn't get into the group. He was thrown out, and so he was. All this film is about how he how he tries to survive without this. Yeah. Okay. Group of the, and it's not a terribly good movie, but it's a really recommendable if you want to know what happens to the rednecks on the back. And they're trying to come into the world of, <laughs> of high school and college and so on with the, with the sports. No? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's in an impossible situation and a very interesting little movie. It's right. a small movie. So it's the dark side of this kind of competitive uh, social... 
Very yeah. hard life, isn't it? Yeah. He really, I was picking him so much. But, but uh, this Buddha has had more luck and he got into the Texas. It's all about Texas here happens because Linklater was in Texas. So he knows Yeah, and, and also the, like, I wanted to, I want to point out that he said that he actually did, like he was in college or something, he was like in uh, sports. Like yeah, he likes baseball. Yeah, it's yeah so so it is like his his stuff, like what he kind of experienced in a way. Like he he, he was he has been saying in interviews, like talking very much like about this group of people and this kind of people. Like he he he, he seemed to know very much like that that life and that that yeah, world. Yeah, he seems very much to to know this uh, what he's doing there, and he's so, done it wonderfully well, wonderfully. But you know what I wanted to say about this film. It yeah. This movie is that the <clears throat> I watched it now a few times uh, just for interest and um, and I noticed that he makes it like uh, like when you make sketches, you no, know? you have sketches and you mm. combine them together. But he does it; it's kind of a sketches from life, different parts of the what they do there. Mm-hmm. in those two days. But he combines them together into a whole movie. You don't see it. You don't feel it like it's it's kind of parts and parts glued mm-hmm. together. It's not glued together. It's one whole whole mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. It's done very, very well. Because the, not in Finland there's, um, there's this uh, Napapir in Sankarit. <laughs> They said, yeah, in well, Finland, they made a, a film called The Polar Circle Hero. The Heroes of the Polar Circle. And it's a very good story, mm. you know, about a young guy and a woman and how they get together and a friend and all kinds of things that happen to them. Very interesting story. But mm. it's done bad, you know. It's just sketch after sketch after sketch. Mm. Um, Glued together after each other, and it's not interesting. So now they have already the third sequel in the movie theater. Ah, really? Whoa. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, and I, people I, go to see it like mad. <laughs> they love it and because it's funny and so. But for me, it's not good enough. I don't like to see it. Mm, okay. But this is never going to those pits, falling into those pits. <laughs> it makes it like a. a, a Complete master. Yeah, in, in this movie, um, I, I I feel like the main vin- the because it is kind of a, there. There's elements of like vignette structuring, you know, like this this um, yeah, like yeah. like like um, chapters in a way. It's there is no, it is no there's no chapters really, but like I I feel like there's elements uh, of of of. Chapters in in the, in the in the way of uh, the parties because yeah. every day they have a party and every day no many because there are only two days all together yeah yeah so even even in one day <laughs> in, in the morning and in the evening yeah. and noon yeah. for for breakfast let's have a party no, and, in and one evening they can go do three parties yeah yeah exactly so um, yeah exactly they do that so and and all of these parties I kind of feel like they define the 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 it's kind of the, group. the 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 acts of the movie in a way. I I I, I feel like not really acts, but like the kind of structure, like structures, the, 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 yeah, the, yeah. the thematics of every yeah. every party brings a new kind of thematic into the story and kind of 
a new perspective and ah exactly yes yeah like and, and 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 the, the, because they they begin with their because they they are like a certain type of people they yeah. they party a certain type and yeah. then then they go to this like disco where they are dancing you know with 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 others and they're kind of like disco people you know like they yeah. like disco music and stuff like this and then this one guy who totally goes nuts and they they have to kick they have to be kicked out from the bar <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he, they have to go to another bar and it was like a cowboy bar yeah it was the rednecks yeah the redneck bar and stuff yeah. so so they kind of like they are a stranger they 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 have they, they they begin with their own world and then they leave and the rest of the film is like them on a journey yeah, it's a weird way of saying it but on a journey yes it is really a journey yeah. through as an outsiders into other kind of worlds yeah it's kind of a mini microcosmos of the whole society yeah 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 exactly yeah. they go to the rednecks they go to punks they go to hippies like like this uh artist creative you know party and what what other parties there were I think the uh, artist creative was the last one, and there that was really cleverly done because there he was nailed with the girl, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah, ended exactly. really nice. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the rock concert, and then there was this. Uh, yeah, in the beginning, b- between also the the no the what you call it, the hashish business. Like weed. Weed. Marijuana. A party with this Willoughby, who was not at all. <laughs> he wanted to live a college life forever, and he was not a student. Ah, yeah, there was this one, like, older guy who kind of was stuck in that, that thing that he just wanted to live this carefree period of life, and he was like this very And he lived relaxed. in his minivan. Yeah. And, yeah, he lived and, in his minivan. Yeah. There. And, and then just... they found it out, and he had to go. He was older than the others. He was. Yeah. That's a strange guy, no? Just wanted to stay forever in college. Yeah, and and he and Linklater had a similar character in Dazed and Confused, which was uh, this this very old guy who kind of was 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 kind of stuck in this uh, high school. Uh, world in a way like he he was just kind of I don't know if he like he didn't uh, go to the school or something but he was all the time picking on like high school girls and stuff like this and there's this famous line from that movie uh, something like the best thing about high school girls are that uh, I I grow old but they never uh, grow old like they always stay the same age <laughs> yeah, because year after year there's always the same high school girls, you know. And but he he can grow all the uh, but so so he's all the time like picking on the girls and stuff like this. And it's kind of a little bit creepy guy, a little bit of like this uh, creepy thing. And you know who 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 played the character? And it was, no, I don't. And it was his first acting role. Uh, now I know. Now I can guess. <laughs> Who was it? Because you said it was the first act, so it must have been uh, Matthew McConaughey. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and and he still remembered very fondly from that movie. Like he, he defined his career in a way. Like I he. I have to see it. I haven't yeah. seen it. You, you should see it. Um, it's yeah. a good good movie in general, and and kind of good reflection. In, like so everybody, everybody should see these two movies. 
back to back, ah, I yeah. think. Like there could be. So, so here it was this Willoughby. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of very similar guy character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but you know, did you did you notice? Um, no, after I saw it few times, it's a movie which you can see many times and again and again, and you don't get tired of it because it's so fantastic. It's really good. So, did you notice that there is um, he tends to this link later when he makes he, when he shoots the film. Like one, there is something which he shoots and he don't show us what's beside. And that bothered me terribly because he always takes it like Ozu, you know, he's Japanese. Oh, yeah? You see it from one point straight and you don't move. And he does that, but then he moves to another. He doesn't make exactly long ones like Ozu. He, oh. he moves it to the side. And I want to see always, I wanted to see the ones beside and then... then the other ones, other ones, and uh. and they uh, no, he don't give me. He <laughs> <laughs> let me see. He lets me see only what he wants to show straight on, and then go to another one and another one and another one. That's the way he does it. Mm. And yeah. because I was so interested to see see all the other guys, for instance, in the house when they were so, and he, he only shows me some, one. And yeah. then another one, another. So that's how I noticed it. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then I start to appreciate it. In it's it's his style. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, he he it's, has learned it from also probably. But it's it's hard to to tell a story with such an ensemble of characters. You know, like you have so. Of many, course, he does it so, so well. And you yeah. cannot show all the time everybody in the same frame. No, you no, and like... I want it. He makes me. He makes me want to see them all. You see, that's yeah. his cleverness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it's because they are so likable and they are so well acted. Yeah. All the actors that are, I, I, I didn't recognize really anybody. They are like all like kind of uh, TV One, series yeah. actors and stuff like this. Yeah. Like I haven't seen them so much in movies. Um, like uh, one one guy was like from a series called like uh, the Teenage Werewolf or something. Uh, oh, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't even hear about this, some of the series. And, no. But, but they're yeah. amazing. I really love these actors. They're so natural in their characters. It was... I, I really I really like that he chose like characters who who wasn't that that known in the movie circles or in movies because you can really feel that they're so natural like they they feel almost like they're the real characters. Yeah. Is... So so they look so energetic and so so I look at the bonus feature in the DVD then after you no know, afterwards and I saw Linklater was uh, directing them. And that's very interesting to see how he's directing them. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. When, when I see the film and it's full of fun and it's so all this and energy and everything, you go, you think it's that. No, no, he was really angry with them. He said, what, just, you are wasting energy here <laughs> behind the scenes. You have to put all your energy into the film <laughs> when we are filming <laughs> You don't have to spill any of it outside. <laughs> he was so, angry. 
so so they couldn't have found the disease. They they have to. They, they, he couldn't it. hold them. They had them. They, they but he was angry. He wanted all the energy <laughs> in his film. <laughs> yeah. He has so much fun with these like movies. Let's see. He he. He, like this movie, he, he said in the interview that he, it's a small movie that he wanted to do and stuff. And he always does like a small production. Like they are all, always low low budgets that he does. Like con, con, compared to like these big blockbuster movies, you know, like ah, yeah, yeah. the Avengers and the Marvel superhero movies and stuff like this. Like these are super small movies and quite relatively simple movies. Like I don't know, like the, it's not a huge complex. Uh, 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 the arrangements to, stru- to yeah. structure it's, it's more like a character piece where it's just you know hang out with characters and it's it's more like he's o- only kind of like mostly directing the characters and that how they interact and how they feel on, on the screen and it's just uh, people kind of hanging out together in a way and and like you said he doesn't really he he likes to he prefers like he he, he has this thing that he likes to go into with the stories into a more like that he, he he's he he uh, uh, what is the word? Like he breaks down the story core in a way into something more minimalistic and something more like like he takes all the arcs away in a way from the story. Yeah. He just he, he he strips. Yeah, that's what I would say. He strips down the story from the arc uh, narration where we have to have the the build ups and the third act, third act and all this stuff and it's it becomes more of this like monotone uh, flow of scenes and just people like, like really the boyhood. Nasty. Yeah, like in, in boyhood, he really he really tried that in the most way. Like there's there's really no arcs or no story or like, except with the parents. The parents have the arc because they it's, it, they are the kind of a central figure of that movie. Mm. Like the mother in, in boyhood, like yeah, she's she's really central into that story. Like. Yeah. He, she's the one to to glitch on because the boy he, he doesn't really have a story you know he just like in a way you know yeah but. well he he when he directs those young guys I remember three four yeah, you know? yeah. For, for instance like he he loved to to let the children be and got out of them really uh, it's a uh, they are natural, and he he, he loved them. This before, and also Koreeda does that. I've seen him directing in a bonus feature. Yeah, 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 yeah true. It's it's a special talent from and those who loved him. But Linklater was very angry with them. He was shouting at them <laughs> and so on. So, and they're also like children. No, yeah. these young <laughs> people. So he didn't have the patience. <laughs> when I thought that he will have it. from outside looking, it looked like. Oh uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. But you know the character which I I absolutely loved in that film was this Finn Finnegan, and he's yeah, Glenn Glenn Powell, his name. And uh, I've seen him lately. Suddenly I saw him in Hidden Figures. He was the astronaut oh. John Glenn in in Hidden Figures. In this uh, uh, Oscar, it was a terrible film, really horrible, horrible. And 
Yeah, badly done. Wonderful subject, mm. but badly done. So this, yeah, I love okay. this this Finnegan. He's such a character with, uh, you know, he's a good-humored person, always laughing and smiling. <laughs> and, or making, or even when he's angry, he's kind of, uh, he's, I love that character. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is, is like that also. He's uh, very much uh, happy. He, he shows happy person at least yeah you think so because i i feel like these days he his type of acting that he does is he's is very subdued and kind of monotone and like nonchalant like like in la la land he was kind of he wasn't really into the energy of singing he, he sang everything always very very subdued and like monotone and kind of like yeah you're talking about his acting and I'm talking about him as a person outside I mean uh-huh. I know I saw him in the Oscar party for instance he, he's all the time trying to keep up the humor and be happy and polite uh-huh. and nice and so on that's very nice and he's probably it's kind of acting also there but but um, probably it's um, he's that way in general that he's positive Mm. But, so this this Finnegan is like that. So I like yeah. him really much. He's a really nice guy in that film, no? And he's very important character. Mm. He's he's one of the main characters. Do you remember in that um, film, in that everybody wants some? This the part in the end, and not completely in the end, but when he meets the girl. Yeah. When he wants to go to the girl and they fo- talk in the phone and suddenly the 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 what is this more this picture that you see the screen. Yeah, the, the screen is yeah. is divided into two and you see them at the same time both the girl and this uh, Jake. Yeah. And they yeah. are both talking to the phone in the same time and you can see what the what they are doing, like suddenly they start to groom themselves, you know, making the hair and things because the other one is coming yeah. and they are going to meet and so on. So it's very fascinating to see that suddenly he uses that effect. And mm-hmm. it happened to me that lately I've been watching for for my own enjoyment, Cary Grant films, old Old Gary Grant films. Uh-huh, okay. Some of them Hitchcock or uh, what? Uh, what were those uh, directors? But I've seen uh, maybe ten of them or so. Oh, okay. Just just for fun, you know, to see about those old films, and then suddenly in one film of them, it it's called Indiscreet. That film, mm-hmm. nineteen fifty-eight. Suddenly there is this division, and that's maybe the first time they used it. <laughs> it's okay. it's uh, who was it who, who who made that? Stanley Donen. Okay. You remember Stanley Donen? He made uh, the film with the uh, rain, raindrops, the dancing in the rain. Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> Last year. You, you mean the singing in the rain? Ah, the singing in the rain. Okay, so I got so excited on this. So in this indiscreet, and in 1958, it was not allowed to, it, there was a censure, and there was not allowed to show a woman and man in bed together. 
So uh-huh. he he divided the screen, and there Gary Grant and Ingrid Barryman were talking to each other in phone in bed, both in their yeah. own beds, not yeah. together, but in the same screen. Yeah. So yeah. it looked just like that together in the bed. Wow. Yeah, That's so Linklater took this for this. This uh, well, isn't it wonderful? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's the same effect. Like even nowadays, you can show them in, together in bed and everything. But he's he's doing it. He's so elegant. I like this Linklater. He's really yeah. elegant with his things. Yeah, and I again kind of wanted to correct, like, or, or specify because I earlier in the in the beginning of the podcast, I I said that. That I was talking about the 80s and the nostalgia and yeah. stuff like this, and I was talking about the Kibiki effect of it. Like in some some ways in movies, to you can you can see like do, do you really have to have the 80s aesthetics of it, or do you just play for the for the nostalgia of it? Do you just play to create a gimmick for the audience to 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 do it? Like yeah. how does it how does it reflect in the story itself and uh, I think Linklater's movies they have in, in every every movie that he makes he has a point of why he 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 does that nostalgia you know like he yeah you know, mm. there's always a reason for it in his because and and maybe maybe you don't see it clearly totally in everybody wants some but you have to like kind of step back and see the whole oeuvre of his own work. You know, because he, yes, yes. because he, it, it really kind of uh, catches on to his own like film uh, filmography that he, how he explores time, and, and and especially nostalgia and especially like the memories and the the past. You know, because he all the time goes back to his youth. You know, he's that that period of time of like and how how he felt back then and how how do you kind of reflect it afterwards you know like like the before trilogy yeah. that he made like he didn't have the idea of doing two other movies after the before sunset or uh-huh. no, before yeah. sunrise like he he just made the first movie and then he's kind of like the, the project evolved and he kind of like started to see like I like can not too far away like he he has said in, in interviews that he he connects with Truffaut a lot like um, and he it, it is an exploration of time and space in a way that yeah. is kind of you know is in some ways real on screen like the characters really age like in boyhood or or uh, or after, after, like after a series of mm. films like in the before trilogy and stuff like this but then in just all the individual movies like Dazed and Confused Slacker everybody wants some and 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 then especially like uh, one of my favorites is the um, the, the, the just just I don't remember your favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like I, really I forget. <laughs> like in the Waking Life, it's it's a which is a brilliant film and it's kind of like encapsulates. A lot of like Linklater's the, the ideas behind, or, or his like movie style and his oeuvre kind of into this one movie. I feel like, and it's a very, it's a very good movie. I really recommend it to everybody. It's a, it's it's kind of a kind of an animation because they they filmed the whole film 
with 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 cameras and then they afterwards they um they took every frame and they just painted over the frames oh. there's a there's a there's a um uh roto roto something like this it was called this technique like they used in the early disney movies they used to just tra- they would act out the characters like in snow white and then they would actually uh trace the lines just this would uh-huh, animate yeah, it straight yeah. from the yeah. film so it just looks like a real animation of a character you know and and it's called yeah. the rotoscoped uh technique where you just you just replicate the the the, the live actor like frame by frame and but it's the way lifestyle is very because it's, it's supposed to like be a live action but it looks like it's animation and it's 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 about dreams and it's especially about uh, lucid dreaming and so so the character basically wakes up in his own dream and it's a kind of a, a dream journey through consciousness time and space oh, yeah. and and it's I just can. filled with philosophical discussions and thoughts and things and Linklater himself appears in the end, kind of gives a certain, kind of a conclusion of his ideas yeah. <laughs> of, of of dreams and time and everything. And it's it's a very beautiful film, and it it's really it, it's a nexus of kind of a lot of his films because act, even even in a way um, why I say it because also the the characters from the before trilogy they also appear in it um, briefly and. The characters kind of, you know, like they they uh-huh, flow they... through the movie in a way, you know. It's uh-huh. it's, it's yeah. a very interesting movie, and this is why and this it, it encapsulates everything that I kind of really like about Linklater. Yeah, Linklater, I think he's a, he's the original type. He he's really a, a director who invents his own things mm. which have not been done before. Also, those boyhood and you know yeah yeah. yeah in a way you, you, it's not I, I just want to say that it's not really about like because people when boyhood came out people were very much about the discussion about the originality you know like oh you have never seen this this done before and it's like unbelievable and it was, it was so much about the the technique of how how he did it and not mm. really about the movie itself or the result of it it was a lot about this and then it was it was big discussion about the originality of it and basically you could say there there is a lot of uh, documentaries that are made in similar ways and especially Truffaut did already many of these ideas that he Linklater has done in his movies like before trilogy is not original Truffaut actually made the same thing and and, kind of made it his own Stop. Yeah, that, and that, that's the point. Like you, you, you make it yourself. Like that's what we talked about in the James Bond copycat movies. You know, like Mission Impossible. <laughs> even though it's a replication of of many of those ideas that James Bond did, but it still makes it its own thing. But it's not the point that it's original. The point is never to be original, really. It's to, to be yourself. Yeah, to make it your own. You know? Exactly. Yes. You know what was very funny for me that uh, no. I I looked. I already said that I looked at this. Everybody wants some many times. After the theater, I looked at it in DVD many times. And uh, now, in the last time I was watching it, I was all time waiting for the pleasurable end. You no, know? 
like oh now in the end I will see how he's uh, do he's discussing with his girlfriend and they are kind of parting and so on, and it never came. You know, it never came because it's in boyhood. Ah. Oh. Uh, it's the end of boyhood, and I mixed it because, of course, he makes you know he makes all his films uh, his own life, like he's uh, all in a big. Uh, so I I got into that world also. But somehow. he but he does meet the girl, like he 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 meets the girl, but he doesn't uh, separate from the girl. He just meets the girl uh, and starts the life with the girl, like I, like in, a, in, boy, in boyhood they separate. Or, yeah, and the ah. no, I don't want to spoil from ah, okay. this thing, but uh, that's how it, that's <laughs> yeah, how it is. You know. ah, okay. He has a girlfriend. His boyhood boy has a girlfriend, and then they grow like to, each to their own ways. So yeah. I was waiting for that to see, and it ah, never okay. came. And I've seen the film many times. That's um, interesting. It is like movies mixing up into each other. It, and, you know, yes, that's what I want to yeah, say. That happened to me a lot in, in when I was younger. Like I remember Star Wars like that. I uh, but it's because Star Wars is because it it starts from the it when you, when you start watching the first Star Wars, it's the fourth episode already. Yeah, it makes up. And so I, I was I was totally mixed up when I was young. Like which one is the first one of this? Like I don't yeah. I don't get it. Like this is the fourth. Okay. Uh, and I, I would never always had these images of something that came before somehow, and but it wouldn't exist because it was like something that I created myself over the movie and stuff. Yeah, it was a whole mess. And and and, and another one is a very good example is um, Stanley Kubrick's Eyes White Shut. It's it was a very weird. Uh, it's it's already the movie itself is like a dream, you know. It's 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 very yeah. blurry and very misty uh, narration how it flows through. And I think that something happened to me because I, I, I used to record a lot of movies on VHS in yeah. our, with our old TV and the recording. And I would have like a huge collection of like VHS movies like from, from the TV. And I, I would um, record Eyes Wide Shut and stuff. And, uh, and I would like watch these movies over and over again. And with Eyes Wide Shut, there happened something weird that I, I did see it like through one time or something, but then the VHS like stopped in the middle or something like I, 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 I paused it in the middle or something. And then I, years later, I started watching or something or like afterwards. And, and, and I thought that I started from the beginning or something. And then it like, like ended and stuff. And then I uh, rewinded it to the beginning and then I watched it from the beginning to the middle. So I, I watched it in that series in sequences, and I was totally confused of the story and everything, and it kind of you know, <laughs> oh, be, be, became like a weird loop <laughs> of the movie and stuff, and it was really, really strange. And I, 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 for a long time in my life, I really didn't get in my head like what's the actual chronological narration of the story, and it's still kind of a complex oh. story for me to actually understand yeah. what in what sequences the scene happens because I, I. It's not maybe because of that, but also the movie is very, yeah, yeah. very weird in that way. But yeah, that, this can happen sometimes. You know, in this, uh, everybody wants some. It's the way he collect, he put it together. Those sequences were all those. So in the middle, about they are having a serious part. They really, you know, all them they're having fun and have drinking and girls and things and oh, what. A, great time and then suddenly they get serious everybody of them 
No, yeah. when they get to the baseball practice. Suddenly <laughs> they are all, like, even if they are not serious in that uh, game. Yeah, you know, true, true. They have to show to each other that they are good. Yeah, true. That's, That's that, very yeah. clever also from Linklater to put it there. It, he can make in the film structure, you know, energy. It gives you all the time new energy in the new way. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah very. Yeah, that's that's very true. It's a very interesting like moment for the characters. Like the one thing that they are kind of serious about is the sport, like the baseball. Yeah, and, and uh, one even gets too serious, and later he apologizes. <laughs> all this and yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Very, very. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, maybe maybe we can just kind of go to like. Um, I I really like the ending of this movie. Yeah, I I didn't like the ending, no, in the beginning, many, but in the last time I saw it, I really liked it. I grew to like it. Uh-huh. Yeah, now you... I like it. I I think it's And very what, what, what was it that you didn't like about it? Well, uh, in the first time I saw it, I just went along, and so it was just for me like uh, a fairy tale, because, uh, no, like nothing, <laughs> because I hadn't lived that thing. I just followed the adventure. It didn't and feel real. I was very serious in my studies, and you know, in Finland, you take it a little bit different. But also, I'm the type, and yeah. I was thinking, whatever, that they start to sleep there, and I couldn't take it. But <laughs> then, <laughs> but then I grew to somehow. I had to grow into the world of Linklater, and I, I'm happy that I grew up to it. Like yeah, this world, and now it's it's very good ending. Yeah, no, yeah, in a way you. You have to. It's interesting how you say that. It's like a fairy tale for you, like you as as if you didn't really feel that it's reality. Like it's not real. It's just this weird world. And in a way, I also feel it in that because I. It's not nostalgic for me. Um, the only the only thing that I can connect with is the the the, the energy of the youth. You know, the that that time of life, and that's why I really like high school movies. And even though because I I I really haven't really experienced that myself. Um, but I can connect so much with these young people. I can really understand that that time of in life, you know, when when you. Uh, I'm fascinated about that subject in general. Is that 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 moment in life when you are like about to become an adult, and you have the whole life ahead of you, and you don't really necessarily know what you want to be or what to do, and it's like all these expectations of the world and stuff, and it, I think it's something that we should, in society, maybe take more closer um, uh, uh, focus, you know, like attention to that, you know, how, because, you know, like 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 when, when, when people are babies, you know, like we, we take such a good care of babies to make them learn every step, you know, When they start crawling, and when they start rolling, and when they start walking, and when they start using tools and stuff, you know, we take such a good care of them. But then at some point, we kind of let, let them just figure out themselves, and society is just structured how it is. And and I think it's fascinating, you know, that 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 moment when when these characters have to go on their own. They are like I'm getting that feeling of independence and stuff. So that's you know? why you like the end. Well, like the the ending in this in this movie has a special interest or a special uh, feeling to it because um, the whole movie is about time apart from studying. 
because they are in school and they should be studying, yeah, yeah. you know. But but it's like they, they they for two days before the school starts, they're just partying, and probably because they don't have so much time afterwards, you know. It's not mm. like partying all the time and stuff. So they are like you know, you have to get all that energy out, you know. You have to get some, you know, like before. Yeah, the freedom out. Yeah, you have to you have to enjoy that freedom while you have it still, you know. Uh, it's it's this uh, it's just this relaxing period of time before the school starts and stuff. But even the even the day before, you know, like they 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 he spent the whole night with this this girl, you know, and and he he hasn't slept at all, and he, and they go to the school and these kind of things I can really connect to, you know, you you had you this is how you. Um, when you are that young and you're a student, you know, you sometimes just, you know, tend to just spend the whole night doing something else and then, oh, I have to go to school or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But then, and then he goes to school and then he sits down on, on the chair and it's like a weird environment. It's like a new, new setting suddenly. And they're kind of, they're like kind of uh, uh, confined in this little chairs and you know then you have to sit and you have to be like focused and you cannot be this free and you know you are it's, it's a different environment it's not bad environment it's just yeah. a different environment and it's like you know it's it's just you know it's, it's weird in the film because it's just it's, it's a shock you know because you have been spending all this time partying with these people and suddenly these people party people shouldn't party they just have to sit and be silent and you know and what they and and, and you can see that they are just tired of all the partying and they're just you know like and they're like oh and oh this boring school and stuff and and not necessarily like the main character doesn't necessarily think that it's boring but he's just super tired and i think do you remember what was the the sentence written on the wall i think it was something the 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 teacher writes this sentence Ah, on the wall oh no i didn't and i think it was something like the frontiers are for you to conquer yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it was. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it, and then, and then what, and then I, I just like the very last thought of it is that well, the, when the character just looks at this sentence and, and the class is about to start and then he just puts his head calmly down and sleeps. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and, and, and it kind of, again, encapsulates so much of Linklater's themes in these movies, which is like, I think, I think in this movie there's something, uh, the message is something about the idea that life is so much also outside of the school. You are you are you are prepared in the society to be you know studying and to be you know part of this 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 um, structure and stuff, and you have to you know get your degree and stuff like this. And that's that's what you prepare your life for. You know that's what you do for your life. But for these for these young people in this time and age, and what I think society kind of maybe sometimes overlooks is and, and I think what Linklater wants to maybe say is that life also you prepare for life also outside you know on, on, on your own everyday life in your social environment that's also your life and that really defines who you are and that that goes that that connects into this party because they are outsiders that they, they, remember when we talked about the journey that these are the group of uh, people as kind of um, they 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 peek into these different microcosmos worlds, yeah, yeah. you know, as mm-hmm. outsiders. And if there's a, a lot of dialogue and a lot of to- t- talking about identity and about who you are and how what you 
would like to become, you know, and how you define yourself and stuff. And all these microcosmos people define themselves in some manner or another. And this is not something that is even relevant necessarily into the social structure that is like education and all of these stuff and careers and stuff, you know, it's just who you are and your identity, but it's as important. So, so next to the school and next to the education itself, it's as important that the youth and the young people grow up and they, 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 they can kind of explore themselves, you know. Yes, and socializing, it's very important. Yeah. So, so I, yeah. I wrote down one sentence one said, but I didn't write how who said it. It's probably Finnegan or Jake or something. <clears throat> one of them said like this, I see life as having guts to look fucking stupid. <laughs> and I think so too. Yeah, that's really nice. You, you have guts to look fucking stupid. You, are, you have guts to be yourself, whatever you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, like that age, you can say just yeah. So maybe we can end this <laughs> podcast for such a view. Yeah, you. Oh, did you give points? Uh, yeah, I, I think I gave. Um, well, if I have to, if I have to, even now think about back, like how, how what it would be for me nowadays. I think I would give it a 7 out of 10. A 7 out of 10? It's not the uh, best Linklater movie, like he has so uh, other really good ones, and it there it's kind of a nice, nice, cool movie, you know, but it's, it didn't... Uh, there wasn't something that elevated it into something. Ultimately, uh, famous, you know, it, it, it extra, stayed. Extra, yeah, really yeah, extra three points. It, it didn't, you know, get something of those. You know? But it's still oh. a really, really, really good movie. Seven out of ten is not a bad it rating. Is, yeah. yeah. So for me, in the end, it got better and better and better. I I give it five point stars. No, wow. I think it's so masterly done, and so even if it's out of my world, yeah. So, um, we say goodbye and thank you, and uh, it was very nice to meet you next time. Yeah, see you next time, and thanks for the listeners. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>it's me Aaron, the co-host of the movie podcast you have been listening to some uh, quick words here at the end first of all if you want to know more about our podcast and get some extra material from the episodes you can visit our website mothersandmovies.com and also if you want it would be really nice if you could help to rate us on iTunes it would help our show a lot the music that you heard in the beginning and now in the background was done by Kevin McLeod with my additional remixing for our intro track uh, be sure to join us next time when we will discuss a movie set in a small American town about a bus driver of the same name. And thanks a lot and bye.